you know how it is, bro. Things are just uh, things are are starting to look up. Things are starting to look better. Are There's they? good things on the horizon. But it's really not because you still can't get a PlayStation Five or an Xbox One. I hate no I'm wrong. Shout out to my boy Matt Quad C. Uh-huh. All the way over in South Korea, they popped up the other day, well, and he, he was like, "He freaking better. He lives over bro. in the Asian country. <laughs> no, bro, he, he hasn't been able to they get one. Produced it over there. No, this is what's crazy is that it's been um, much harder for him to get one than well, yeah, um, because there's like three times the people over. This. Well, no, he said it was because to get something like that, he had to go to like go through like a third party buyer, and then they would." hit him up or whatever else well, but anyways, he it's getting stupid uh, it's stupid <laughs> just just produce the stuff so people can buy the damn shit yeah i agree and that's truly how it is yeah i saying. agree bro um but it's it's wild because he got him a ps5 well congratulations this, i know Matt. man i was like quad, my boy is it c or z quad c quad c matt quad c i don't know how did, how did he come apart hey the treasury apartment sorry um how did he beca- how do you get that name? Bro, I don't know. How did I get celeb? You put an S and a zero? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that sounds good. Let's go with that. Um But yeah, like I said, things have just been kind of crazy or, or or whatever else. But you know, uh, we did have our episode last week. It was a great episode. Very excited to be back doing the podcast, um, and uh, I hope you guys are excited to have us back. I am Celeb, joined by my partner Crime Bolts. What's up, bro? What's happening? How bitch? you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing over here? How you, doing? Uh, how you doing over there? How you doing? I watched uh, Rocky Balboa the other day. Did the you? last Rocky. And just that whole scene where he's out there talking to his son. Yeah. He's like, you know, you better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I was rolling. He's like, come on. You get knocked down, you'll get back up. I'm like. <laughs> well, ain't nothing going to hit you harder than life. Dara was watching it with me and she's like, I just. I'm like, what? She's like, it's just. His face. His so while, face. He's, while he's talking, it just it bugs me. I'm like, well, that's kind of mean. Right. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, one of the greatest actors of all time. He truly is. And, and I'll I tell you one thank thing. Thank you. Hey, I, listen, I thought you were about listen, to say something different. No, no. And listen, he's a hell of a writer. He is. Bro, he yeah. wrote all the Rockies. And, and, and as, as, as corny and cheesy as they are at times, they're, they're really well written. So. Those movies are great. I know, bros. Bros. <laughs> they got the whole series, the whole Rocky, like the original series on uh, HBO. On Max. HBO. Yeah. Yep. I've been watching through. Uh, I just watched through the Hobbit. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings. Uh, they should all. I think they're I think all I'm the extended versions too. They are. Um, and then um, the other day I watched the Mummy collection, <laughs> which is really great. Well, I'm kind of, to, to be honest with you, I'm kind of irritated they don't have the the third Mummy. I, I didn't think it the was one with the, Tom Cruise. No, 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 no. The third mummy. The one with the original cast and Jet Li. He was like a dragon mummy. Did you ever see that one? I'm not kidding you. I, I, I probably have seen Look it. Look it up it, real quick and see no, the no, name No, I probably it. have seen it. It's just been, you know, not it, that. It wasn't, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't as critically acclaimed as the others. Right. But it, I, I think it was still somewhat of a good movie. The mummy tomb of... Uh, was it Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor? There you go. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, so it had a 12% on Rotten Tomato. Um, but, I mean, come on. 
You know, it had uh, Brendan Fraser in it. Hey, let me tell you something. I know we're talking about you know HBO Max and movies and stuff like that, but I'm just thinking on the subject of pops. Listen, I I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan. Um, the comic version of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big version, big like MCU anyways. But these Miles Morales' Spider-Man pops are fucking great. They do look good. Bro, they look really bro, good. Bro, I have like all of them already. Did you really get them? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, I was thinking about getting them, but I I went I went to uh um uh there was whoa a, what I just. What? That shows you how much I paid attention to this movie. In The Mummy 3, Rachel... What is her name? Rachel Wise or something Wise? like that. Wise? Yeah. She didn't return. She was recast. Mm. Well, that sucks. Uh, yeah, that does suck. Because Rachel Wise was... Dude, she's gorgeous. Bro, she is gorgeous. Especially... Well, let's say in Mummy 1 and 2, she was gorgeous. I was going to say in Constantine as well, but there's some times she does faces in Constantine. <laughs> we watched that the other day yeah, in that scene where she's awoken or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. And she's getting up and she's like... <laughs> For real, bro. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry. No, anyways, the, these Mom Morales' pops from the game verse is really, really cool. I've got pretty much all of them. I need the purple rain suit, uh, which is like, it's like a purple and a lime green. Um, purple rain. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Purple rain. I thought that was a prowler. Purple rain suit. R e i g n. And this is from Marvel Miles Morales. Yes, game verse uh, Funko Pops. Um, I have the programmable uh, programmable matter suit. I have the winter suit. Um, uh, do 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 I have the glow in the dark programmable suit. I need the 2020 suit, Miles Morales. Um, and then I need the only other one is uh, Miles Morales leaping unmasked. So um, they're really cool. I really. I, Are I, you talking about this one right here? Yeah. See, that is the Prowler. Okay. Under Pop Pricing Guide. I think it is hobbydb.com. actually. No, no, no. I think it's called Purple Rain in the game, possibly. Okay. But he it's themed after his. It's themed after. Miles Morales, Purple Rain. The suit. Prowler. I almost just gave a really big spoiler away. Oh, did well, you? Well, I mean, that's not really a spoiler. Everyone knows right. his uncle is a prowler. Um, but yeah, no, for real, I started collecting those um, just because they look really fantastic. They're all like, they all have their own little stand, so they're, they're yeah. all leaping one way or the other. Um, it's just really, really cool. Yeah, I was thinking about getting some of them because after I beat the game, I saw all the ones that were announced and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's one to where it was like him, it was a GameStop exclusive of him, like, you know, playing. A video game controller, but those are like forty fuck fucking bucks right now. Um, but I saw some of them and they looked really awesome. This one right here, the Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I think this is into the Spider Verse, but it's on a stand as well, and like half of his body is like invisible. Yeah. Um, but the that's one thing I really loved about the about the game is the suits in the game were fantastic. One of my favorite suits was the Miles Morales twenty twenty suit. Um, and, uh, in the game, it's really cool because like his, oh, whoops, his eyes and stuff, like they're actually yeah. on that visual screen. Yeah. And, I can't wait to get that oh, one. Oh, bro. They're, it's a really, really cool suit, but, um, what were we talking about? Yeah. Funko pops and stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah no, oh, um, bro. Did you see the new, the, the coming soon pops, uh, GameStop exclusive, the fucking bounty hunter collection? 
Yeah, I, I, I saw Seven that. bounty hunters, and they all connect in one big ass. Like yeah. it makes it look like they're all standing there talking to Vader. Yep. Um, it's it's fine because I was supposed to tell you I just uh, my uh my Marvel Zombies Morbius came in today. Oh yeah, there was zombie. Look, look at me. Uh, I I saw looks it. sick, yeah, bro. I saw it, man. I saw that. Um, I got my uh my Darth Vader concept series two that mm-hmm. came in today. Um, so I, I have my. Lincoln Park Funko Pop ordered. It should be in soon. Um, is it is it from the Hybrid Theory? Hybrid Theory. It, I, they have one on the shelf at GameStop. Do they really? They do. Oh well, I'll cancel that and go up there and buy it. Um, Hybrid Theory uh, was coming in, and now I'm just going to go buy it at GameStop. And then um, I'm thinking about getting some of the Wandavision pops. Um, have you watched all of Wandavision? I can't get into it, bro. Bro, you got to. I'm on episode four. No, and it's just it, not. No, no, it's not my thing, uh-uh, though. No, because JD's trying to get me into it too. Listen, I'm telling you, I almost I just, stopped watching it at episode four. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, bolts, it completely changes. Mm. The whole like sitcom shit and all that other stuff. It's it, you have to bide your time with it. I'm telling you, at episode four, I had the same exact thought. I was like, started watching episode four. I was like, this is nah. But I'm telling you, by the end of the season, I was like, this is one of the best Marvel shows I have watched. It fills in. Listen to me, bro. It fills in so much shit, and it gets you ready for the next Doctor Strange movie. No. Oh. Well, you got. I mean, I mean, mean, I'll end up finish watching it. It's just gonna take me longer than. Nah, don't take it longer. Sorry, bro. If that's the case, then just watch like a YouTube video that shows you what happens. Because I'm telling you, can I please tell you shit? I don't care. Okay, listen to me, bro. Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, um, I just pre-ordered another pop from GameStop. It's a GameStop exclusive. It's Venomized Gwenpool. She's like purple. Yes, pink. Yeah, pink eyes. Dude looks sick. Yeah, it looks awesome. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, okay. Uh, fucking spoilers right now for WandaVision. So if you haven't seen it, just... Okay, so all the shit is fake. Right, yeah, okay. I know you that. Know, you know that she has her own bubble. Yes. She is the Scarlet Witch yes. and all this other shit. Well, then you find out that that fucking chick, what's her name? Her best friend? Oh. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, you are. Hold up. Why, why you? Why you look that up? Wait, I'm gonna talk me... about pops. Okay. Um, yeah. I just got my my Venom Winged Glow in the Dark Special Edition from Funko. Uh, that bitch looks sick. It's a uh, it's Venom leap, leaping in the air, and he's got wings. Oh my god, bro! Look, that's what it looks like, dog. Oh, that's fucking sick. Yes, dog. Yeah, that's yeah. They uh, when you pre-ordered it, uh, you were either gonna get the regular version or you could have got the chase version. And I ended up getting the chase version, and and right now it goes for about a hundred bucks, which is pretty cool. Okay, so Monica, um, have you seen Monica, uh, the African American chick in the yes, show? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Monica is the daughter of. Captain Marvel's best friend. Correct. Okay. So she's doing all this stuff. You've already seen Jimmy Woo, too? Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Excuse Woo's me. in there. Yes. Okay. So director Tyler Hayden or whatever else, he's a piece of shit. You know, he basically just wants to weaponize vision and he wants to stop 
uh, Wanda. Um, but her best friend, Agatha, is actually Agatha Harkness. So everyone kind of themed, like, at first kind of guessed, wonder if this is Agatha Harkness from the, from the comics. But it seemed, the way the show was going, it seemed like it wasn't going to eventually be Agatha. She was just going to be named Agatha. But... Agatha has actually been pulling the fucking strings the whole time, bro. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. So she's like super fucking ancient witch that's been around since Salem witch trials and all that other shit. She's, you know, she's smart. She has, you know, she knows everything about magic. But she has the Darkhold book, which is uh, one of the missing books from Doctor Strange. Um, And... The Darkhold book basically tells her all the information that she needs to know about, like, the Scarlet Witch and all this other shit. But it also has kind of helped her, like, learn how to control certain areas and whatever. But she's done all this shit. So, like, you know, Wanda created her kids. Wanda created that version of Vision from her own memories and all this other shit. Eventually, it gets to the point to where shit's flying off. Wanda's facing off against his fucking um, Agatha bitch. And they create, you know, because they were trying to recreate Vision. So they basically 3D print a version of, of Vision with all the shit that they needed to. And all this shit was going off and everybody's like, oh my God, it's going to be fucking, you know, Ultron. You know, because, you know, there was always a possibility that Ultron is still out there. Um, but it wasn't. It was just a, a, a soulless, basically a soulless version of Vision. So, or mindless version of Vision. So he had like blue eyes. He's like straight white. Um, and he flies up in there and Wanda sees him in the middle, in the midst of this you know, fight out with Agatha and she's like, Oh my God, vision. Is that you? What's going on? He walks up to her and like picks her up and just starts trying to crush her fucking head. And he's like, and she's like, Oh my God. And then vision, her vision flies up out of nowhere and they start having this big vision battle, which was crazy. But then vision, eventually they get to the point to where both of the visions are looking at each other and they're floating around this library and he's kind of spitting off his, you know, you know, theatrical shit that Vision does since he's one of the smartest beings on the planet. And he's like, listen, you know, who who says that you can't be Vision? And, you know, if I'm Vision, you're obviously the embody, like the actual body form version of Vision, and I'm obviously the mind version of Vision. So he walks up to kind of, he tells him to elaborate. And right. Eventually he floats up to him and he's like, you know, just, I'm not, I'm not going to fight you. Just let me do this real quick. So you can kind of understand what we've been through and he touches where the mind stone was but it's like this little blue beam thing touches it on his head and uploads all the memories that that new vision needs and then his eyes go from this like full blue color to like regular vision eyes and he kind of stops for a second and looks at the Wanda version of vision is like I am vision and then he flies up out of the fucking building and just disappears so we're obviously going to see Vision back in the Marvel MCU, but at the go ahead. I was going to say, I, um, if I remember correctly, talk, uh, speaking to JD, you muted your mic. <laughs> I muted my mic. My bad. Uh, uh, JD, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> a second. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Anyways. Okay, so uh, my buddy JD, he was really big into the whole Marvel universe and so on and so forth. Um, he says this is the last time we see Vision. Okay. 
I don't think so. You got to think about it like this. Well, no, I, I no, I I don't think about it anyway. I just go. Well, off this what is he what says. I'm saying. Where I'm going to like poke holes in his logic. Wanda is going to be a really big part of the new Doctor Strange movie, multiverse of scary fuck or whatever it's called. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? <laughs> whatever you the name psychopath. of the psychopath. Shadowverse, or I don't know what it's called, but supposedly it's going to have a lot of horror aspects in there. And at the end of the show, you whore. The reason why I think Vision is still going to be alive is because Vision fly. I mean, why would they reintroduce him? I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying, JD. If you're listening to the show right now, why would they reintroduce Vision? Why would they get the 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 basically memory version of of Vision to touch? The, the actual body version of Vision and upload his memories and shit and he just flies off and he's like, oh, we're never going to see him again in any other shit. It's phase three, bro. Come on. there There's definitely going to be more Vision. No question. But at the end of it, she basically... She becomes Scarlet Witch. She... Um, uh, old chick, Agatha, thinks that she's stealing her powers, but she's not. She's actually building up and she she drains Agatha of her powers and what's really crazy this is really cool man she's shooting at Agatha and she keeps missing Agatha and Agatha's thinking it's because she's weak but she was actually drawing runes on the walls of the right of the sphere that she made around the, around the the town mm-hmm. so then she controls everything um, and you know, in in the show, they say you know, a witch when they when they have their runes around, the only one that can have any magic is the one that is controlled by their runes or whatever. So she becomes a Scarlet Witch, and she becomes pretty much all fucking powerful. You know what I'm saying? Right. All powerful. So she drops down, and um, she literally, bro, with just like a snap of her fingers, turns Agatha into a a prisoner inside that town. You know, she's like, you're going to live here and I'll be able to check in on you and all this other stuff. And she's like, no, you can't do this. And then she kind of like moves her hand and then Agatha's just like a regular person. She's like, hey, she's just like the chick she was on the show or the one that she was portraying. <clears throat> so she finally realizes that she has to close out the entirety of the town. And uh, she puts her kids down to bed and it's you know it's it was kind of sad for her. It was the last time she was going to see her, see her kids, and then goes downstairs, turns the light out, and then Vision walks down there and talks to her. And he was like, you know, if I'm not actually the real Vision, what am I? She said, you're everything that I loved. You're all my pain. You're all this and that. And you know he hugged her, and he's like, we will see each other again. And then the walls for the city collapse in, and then the house and all that shit was is. Was completely gone. Right. It was never there. Yeah. So she flies out to this area. You know, at the end of the show, it's uh, first off you see Monica be told, "Hey, these people are waiting for you in the theater." You go in there, and the chick that called her in there goes like this and moves her head around. She's like, "There's somebody that wants to see you," and moves her head, and it's a scroll. So. Monica, you know, whenever Monica, and I don't know if you know this yet, but when Monica went back into Wanda's town, her DNA was changed yet again. Yes. So whenever she was changed that that second time or that third time, um, she she got powers. Um, so she she has her own powers now, and uh, she met up with the scrolls or whatever else. So so we're obviously going to see her in season two or in one of the movies or something like that. 
But um, at the end of it, it shows Wanda with the book, um, with the Darkhold book, and she's floating, meditating in air, and she's like scrolling through it, reading through it, whatever else, and then right before the show ends, you hear Wanda's kids crying out. And they're like, Mom, Mom, and she kind of like looks up, and then the show ends. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. So I think we're going to see her kids. We're going to see Vision back 100%. But anyways, that was a big draw off. Like random, didn't think uh, didn't think we were going to be talking about WandaVision spoilers. But with that being said, let's get into video games that we've been playing, and then we'll talk about some really good news here on the show. So Bolts, what you've been playing recently? Um, I've been digging a lot into uh, some sports games, oh, man. Oh, what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? Um, been playing some sports games, man. Twenty one, NBA two K two, twenty one. It's um, they're all free on ga- Game Pass, um, along with the EA Play. Um, but uh, I, I jumped in Call of Duty for a little bit, like four days ago. I'm just done with that for a little bit. Um, I wish you would play Warzone with us. I know. Listen to me, bro. No. No, 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 Jace. Works up front. Mm-hmm. I don't His, know who that is. You know Jace. He used to work in the market. He I fucked never, up. I never met okay, Jace. Anyways, <laughs> I was about to say he fucked up a lot, but um, <laughs> I've been playing with Jonah, his younger brother, and his dad, and they call him Mister Big. He he was in the Marine Corps and all this other shit, bro. Let me tell you something. That dude right there, Mister Big. I gave him a shout out on my Warzone video today. I'm giving him a shout out again today. That dude is, he, he gets some serious whenever it comes down to Call of Duty, bro. We were playing Warzone the other night, and um, we were playing, at first we were playing, uh, um, what is it called? Rebirth. But then we dropped into Battle Royale. We were on the top of Stadium. And I was like, hey, bro, we got some people over here to North-South. And uh, he's like, yep, they're moving. we got six clicks North-South. <laughs> they're heading over there. Oh, and he uses the whole military lingo? Yeah, and we were stopping for a second, and... Uh, I ended up dying because this dude sniped me, and then one of his teammates that I killed dropped down on top of the stadium and killed me with a shotgun. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So uh, they were they ran down there. Mr. Uh, everyone in the team got wiped <clears throat> except for Mr. Big, and he downed six people inside of one building. And he was like clapping. He was like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go." I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, bro." I mean, he downed everybody, but. Anyways, I really wish you would play with us. Just you, me, Mr. Big, and Jonah one time, or you, me, Mr. Big, and Alvin. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I've been playing a few sports games here and there, but uh, I'm really just trying to buy my time until <laughs> maybe the show comes out at the end of April. Oh, my God. And then, of course, Master Effect Legendary Edition comes out in May. Um, I... I, I turned on Valhalla again the other day, and I, I just can't do it, man. I, I think... I just... No, I, no, no. I think you're in the same thing with me. It, no, we both know it's a great game. I just... I think I burnt myself on Odyssey. Yeah. I, it, it is a great game. Great. But I think... And I know this is crazy coming from me because I always want to... I think that you and me are in the mindsets now that... We're starting to get burned out on open world games because they're so massive. There's so much to do. And whenever you jump from one directly into another, you're like, oh my God. It's work. 
You have so much work to do. And in, in, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there is a lot of shit and, to and, do. And, and I think I think my, my mindset is going to change a little bit because I'm going to have a little bit more time in the game because I won't be working at Brookshire's anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I'll give it a couple of weeks, and then I'll dive into it one more time, and then I'll probably just get to the point where I will just play it. Because I, I got the main story, but there was a lot of other side mission stuff that I just passed over. Now, I will say this, the, and of course, I, I've read this on so many different other forums and stuff like that. Ubisoft, I love your games. You, you, you're, you're the treasure. You're the, 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 the apple of my eye. Um, all this filler bullshit has got to go. Like what? Um, like some of the side missions in Assassin's Creed Valhalla is completely and utterly pointless. One hundred percent. It's like you come you come across two brothers who are arguing, and the way you solve the problem is burn their house down, and then you go on your way. Yeah. Hold up real quick. Let's hear what... What? Come on, Elvin. Come on. That's what you're going to leave me? I know what he was going to say. He was going to say, get on the fucking game. Yeah. Just but, call um, me watch your voice right. on my phone. Um, but the filler stuff in, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla is, is really, really and utterly pointless. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the skill tree. What and, and and only only for the fact because in in Odyssey, yes, I I, I could unlock certain things, mm-hmm. but I could go truly the way I want it. Like if there was something at the top of the skill tree that I wanted to unlock, I could go unlock it if I wanted to. Oh, you're saying how it's branched? Yes, you have to go certain. You paths have to, to and, get and to in that order path. to get to this one place. You have to go through all the other hoops. Yeah, and I necessarily don't. I'm not a biggest fan of that. Um, yeah. Just let me go. Get, let me go upgrade my character how I want to upgrade. I don't want to follow your fucking your your stupid little tree, and so on and so forth. Because there's only so much stuff that I will use. See, like in Odyssey, there's only like 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 five abilities that I use total in that entire game, because because I, I I use those. I've I've built those up. I know how to use them, and that's what I go to. This one is just there's so much. This truly is there's so much. You know, in in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you had the you had the order which you had to kill, and then you had, um, and then when the DLC came out, you had a whole another section of the order to come out. This right here, before even the DLC comes out, you have like sixteen zealots that you have to destroy, on top of all these other miniatures, and it's just it's so there's it's truly a lot. It's truly a lot, and it wouldn't be so lot if there wasn't so much filler, because there truly is a lot of filler. You know, I'm running through the map and I come upon this like this area that's lit up by like green can green candles and and this like a witch comes out and starts like beating the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, bro. it's like 360 power. I'm like, why are you over here in the 90 power? Yeah, no, no, no. I. I agree with you on that because I, I ran into the same exact thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? And had the dude tied up. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. You go up and investigate it. And that chick just beat the shit out of me. Um, 
And I agree with you. There's sometimes that some of the side missions don't make any sense. Like I walked up to that dude that was on the side of the mountain, and he's throwing his stuff off the side, or you yeah. have to throw his stuff off the side, and then he just jumps off the side of the mountain. You're which like, I why, thought it was hilarious. You're like, why did I waste the 27 steps to come over here? Yeah, you know. But you're also really big on side missions. I mean, Odyssey's side missions always connected. With the main story. With the main story. They truly, at some at some point, those side missions, some of them were kind of uh, way far. But they did connect with the main story. I think possibly. These, these yeah. side missions? Man, you're grasping for straws to find some kind of connection. I think possibly they took that Skyrim approach to it. Because there's a lot of times in Skyrim you go and you do these side missions. It's got nothing to do with nothing. You know, I, I mean, at all. Like, there was one side mission I did in Valhalla. I walked inside, and it was a husband and a wife, and they were having marital problems or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And then you had to catch their house on fire just to get them in the mood. Yeah. You know, and it yeah. was like... And I mean, another thing. And listen, I and apparently I'm griping a little too much about it, but I'm just saying, the fishing in that game, <laughs> where I got to go shoot 10 small bullhead bass to go sacrifice at the freaking stand... No, 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 absolutely not. Well, listen, I, I think we can both agree that it is a good game. Uh, you know, at, at its core, it does, ha- it, it, it does have a few problems, but I, I mean, right now, I yeah. very, I mean, I very much enjoyed it. The main story, whenever I finished it, I was, I was very satisfied. I didn't, I mean, there was a bunch of side quests that I skipped. Um, but you know, we all can't be like Jay shock blast and play through every single side mission and side quest and all this other stuff. I mean, that's pretty much what he did. He what, logged what, hundreds of hours. What do you think I'm going to do? I know that when I, I, know. When I get to that point, what yeah. do you think I'm going to do? But anyways, so that's all you've been playing. Um, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I've just been playing Warzone, playing some call of duty. Um, and, uh, Playing back through Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I'm sorry, what? Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh. Playing back through it. Came in the wrong house, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. It was the best, man. It was the best. Um, but let's go ahead and jump down into the show. We got some. Awesome topics ahead of us. I got to give a big shout out to my brother as well. Just announced that him and Naomi are having a another child. Congratulations. <laughs> I said it to him earlier. I was like, hey, congratulations, man. I'm really happy for you. I'm just telling you, two kids, it's a lot more than one. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny we say that and we're sitting here. And we're just imagining them having sex because that's what they I'm did. not imagining that at all. <laughs> at all. You're sitting here like, huh, no. they had sex to, to have another child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a feat, especially right now with everything going on. All right, so topic number one, new Halo Infinite details revealed, dynamic weather, more engaging enemy encounters, and more. Are coming to the game. 343 Industry just dropped a new video for Zeta Zone that drops a lot of new information about the upcoming Halo. Uh, it says, 
right here. The world of Halo Infinite is meant to be more immersive than ever before, and one of the ways that the team is achieving this is with reactive and dynamic environments. Night and day cycles are not only confirmed, are not the only thing that is confirmed, but uh, also these will affect the game's activities. This includes the effect of patrols, the night cycle will have enemies like grunts, sleeping, and more. It will impact com uh, combat engagement, cutscenes, and so much more. 343 also added that snowstorms, thunderstorms, and more will it be uh, will also be an infinite, though those additions will be post-launch. Also confirmed, uh, Halo Infinite's Zeta Halo Ring is completely 3D rendered and offers a slight twist with eclipses seen in-game when the sun passes behind it. Um, it does say some things confirmed not to be in Halo Infinite include no dual wielding, no playable elites, and no hostile wildlife. Um, while you're like me and love to explore the video games, blah, 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 Deadlands. Okay, so they released uh, some new images that showcase the night and day cycles and stuff. And I mean, let me say it like this. And then Bolts, you can comment on it. Okay. Um, this this article was done by Game Informer Liana Roper uh, as well. Uh, so shout out to her and Game Informer. Um, cool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's cool. I'm glad. This is supposedly supposed to be the most you know open world or the first kind of open world style Halo game. Um, and I, I'm I, honestly. And I'm not just saying this. Like, I'm really happy that this game is going to be what it's going to be. But I still don't think, even when I get an Xbox, I'm really going to get into it. That's just me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I need to see more initial heavy gameplay of the game. Like, you know, the first 30 minutes or 30 straight minutes of, like, real heavy gameplay with all these new implementations and stuff like that to really, really get excited for it. Bolts, stop playing with the fucking stand. Listen, bro. Listen. Okay. Um, as like. far as this 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 big, massive, apparently open world environment, um, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, j just for the fact that it says that you'll be able to, if if you're on this mission, you see that mission way over there, or you see that mission way over there, then you can veer off on a banshee and go do it. Uh, which is which is always a cool aspect. Yeah. Um, the whole. The whole, you know, seasons basically seasons ch changing the the light to not uh, to uh, light to dark cycles, the thunderstorms and stuff like that. It's going to add a, definitely a different aspect to um, to Halo to Halo and and how you're going to play the game. They're actually making what I want to know does this world that they're on is this an actual Halo ring? Is that what it is? I don't know. You know, because if that's the case, then it'll actually be. Just like what the original Halo, what, what the Halo ring was supposed to be, a yeah. livable environment that circles around, and that's really cool. Is it as as the as the light cycles and the seasons cycles and the weather cycles and stuff like that? Does a ring rotate along with the sun and the moon and stuff? You know, that's that's yeah. all kind of what I'm really interested to see as far as this goes. Um, as far as 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 the environment in the world. Now this is kind of far fetched, but I would love to be like just popping off in a mountain and see like the red versus blue characters all up in there. You remember red versus blue? Of course I remember. Man, red I would blue. love to see them just up there talking and bullshitting. It'd be great. It'd be funny as hell. Uh, 
I just wanted to say that for a second. Yeah. Um, but as far as everything else goes, uh, no dual wielding, no playable leads, no hostile wildlife. I, I wish there would be hostile wildlife. Um, that just adds a more realistic or a feel for the open world. You know, you yeah. you run around and you fucking spider jumps out of trees and just bites the shit out of you, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, dual wielding. Uh, you, I, w- I would reconsider that. Yeah, I agree because there was dual wielding in the previous game. I, right? the, I, one of them was. I, I'm sure there are multiple ones, but I mean, if you can run around with a with a with a needler and and a, and a plasma rifle, is great, dude. Yeah, shotgun and a sniper rifle, whatever. Um, but the, I think they should bring that back. Um, but like you said, uh, you're not too excited about it because you haven't seen any official gameplay, and I think that's going to be most of anybody until they see gameplay. Because of the of the many many mixed reviews of the previous gameplay, you know, that was demo, released, d- yeah. demo gameplay and stuff like that. So yeah. this coming up summer when Xbox has like this one big massive uh, uh, showcase, they better show something off. Yeah, I really tabulous. hope they show off a lot of. They gameplay. really need to. They they've got to come out and hit it big. You know, June, July, August, something like that, and they've got to show something before, rather sooner rather than later, because they've got to settle all these questions that we have. Yeah, so. I agree, man. And it's not that I think it's going to be a bad game. I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a Halo game. It's good, but it's going to be Halo. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I, you I either mean, love like, it or you don't. Exactly. Kind of how I feel about Gears of War. I, exactly. Let it die. Let it die. And Come I, on, let that fucking game <laughs> die. And I'll tell you one thing. as um, After playing Gears Tactics, I'm hard-pressed to go back to the original Gears. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I love... Of course, I'm a big strategy guy to begin. Yeah, with. you are. My my RTS is 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 where I was my bread and butter when I was growing up. Command and Conquer, the original ones for King and Country. <laughs> but um, strategy games like that, uh, I absolutely fall in love with. And Gears ta- Tactics, the whole story that they, the whole brand new story that they just threw off and made this game is so good yeah it's so i absolutely love it man yeah one one strategy game that i used to really get into was total war yes oh just massive armies and building total war rome or rome total war was exactly so good um i will say this um i really do like this Centauri. Uh yes yeah um i really do like this uh the Gear Studio, the co- the coalition, yeah, uh, got on board to help with the development following the delay of this uh, the Xbox Series launch date. So well, that's good. Coalition yeah. is a good studio. Yeah, and and I, let me tell you something. Gears Five, the open world aspect they put in that is phenomenal. So, is there an open world aspect yes. in Gears Five? Yes, there is. Oh, because you have to traverse again. Well, I didn't really play Gears Five. Well, because you, you don't have an Xbox. So, but <laughs> Gears Five, um, you go to different planets and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And of course, each planet has its own, its own environment, like snow, desert, so on and so forth. And you've got to traverse those planets and the, the, the lands to go do certain. And you liked it? I, I thought it was great. And then they had the rodeo. On. I. Um, Boom! Listen, not very gonna, fun to do the roadie run everywhere. Insert, huh? in, insert in sphincter and then open. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I can't stand. Whatever, it, bro. It's a ridiculous run. No, it's not. I don't care what anyone says. It's like they do it in the military. I'm like, okay, it has nothing to do awesome. with that. Wow, it has nothing to do with that. It is the roadie run. It's and the listen, fact that the camera chases you. You know why? You, you do you know why you run. do it? Do you know why you do it? I, I don't care why I do it. I just don't like it. I hate every aspect. And then when of you go, when, when you go from cover to cover, and they're just picking you off because you can't 
fucking roadie run. I mean, bro, they could have literally just oh made him crouch God. a little bit. Not a full crouch. Just like it look, It's like little beetles running around. It will never... It will never... I'll never be able to get over it. I, I respect and appreciate everything about the Gears of War franchise. Mm. The series as a whole is great. Some of the best moments in gaming, but that fucking run. Oh. It's to make yourself smaller so you don't get hit when you run from, from cover to cover. I understand. It's a cool-ass fucking game, bro. It's a fucking bunch of Marines going against a bunch of fucking aliens and shit, cutting them in half with chainsaw fucking weapons. It's Awesome. It's fucking cool, but that damn run. If there was a way that I could mod that shit on like Xbox to where he just like runs like a normal person, awesome. It's a video game. It's a video game. You do that shit in Call of Duty or Battlefield. Battlefield's like can't compare games. The words a hip hop gamer don't compare games. <laughs> just saying, he's always said it to me. Don't compare games, but. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I, 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 let me say it like this. <laughs> Still on this I appreciate how much the series has progressed. Maybe whenever I get an Xbox, I'll try to go back through and play it. Well, have fun, bud. You play it with me. I can. No, they do co-op on Gears 5? Absolutely. It's co-op for all games. <laughs> for all games? For all gear games. It's co-op. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes. It is. We played co-op at one point. Yes. On Gears 3, I think. Four score seven years ago. Long time ago. In the galaxy far away from here. Okay. Where Obi-Wan Kenobi had the high ground. So this... <laughs> Did you see that shit I sent you on TikTok? Yeah, I did. He was like, what are you doing? I killed you. And he's like, use ninja. Use ninja whatever. Uh, he, the dude had replaced uh, the eyes and shit of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Uh, he's like, no, I'm still alive. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Tis but the scratch. So this next um, this next bit of news is really exciting for me. I don't know about for Bolts, but I'm very excited about it. It has been announced that uh, Dotemu Studios and Tribute Games uh, they were both you know well Dotemu was um, did Streets of Rage four. Tribute Games did uh, Mercenary Kings and Panzer Paladin. Um, they are creating a return to the glory days. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge has been revealed and announced. Um, this game is full on inspiration and pretty much a uh, pretty much a continuation of the original arcade game. So so cool. So awesome. Four-player co-op in this game. Um, the gameplay, I mean, it's literally just like the arcade. Um, Side-scrolling action game that you can play with three other friends um, or play four-player local. Um, and I, I'm serious when I say this, bro. Like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game was like... One of the best. One of the best, that. bro. Like, you remember them having it at Mazio's here in town. Mm -hmm. And, bro, I can't tell you how many times 
uh, me and my brother would go up there and, and play it. Um, but yeah, it was a ste- <sighs> it was a steady rotation for me between that Sunset Riders and Tekken Two. Sun- oh. <laughs> Tekken 2 was good Sunset Riders is the fucking bee's knees That's it, bro. I was actually going to play Sunset Riders about a week ago a week or so ago on my arcade but I found out that my power supply on my arcade is fucked oh yeah so like it can't even turn on without it saying oh you know there's a power supply error so I gotta get that fixed um, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, arcade game Turtles in Time Will go down in history as one of the one of my favorite games of all time. It was such a fun game. I can't tell you how much money me and my brother wasted on that, going um, back and forth to to Mazio's just to play it. But Shredder's Revenge is coming out, uh, four player game, and there is no announcement of cross play at this point in time. But it is set. Uh, in the 1987 style. It says right here that the founder, uh, Jean, uh, Fran, Fran, whatever, Francisco, or I'm sorry, I said that name wrong. Forgive me. Um, we wanted to bring back a game for the fans of the 87 animated series and also the old arcade games of the 1990s because we felt that people missed it and it include, and including us because personally I played those games a lot as a kid and I really missed them a lot. So that was the idea that started the, uh, initial, you know, development process of this. And say, and say, I will probably play this with you for sure. Because, no, qu- no question. Because I, I've, I've gotten really back into that, uh, into that two D side scrolling, you know, adventure games with yeah. the Orient and the Wisp, uh, Hollow Knight, stuff like that. So, um, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. It says that the game is coming to unspecified consoles and PC at a later date. I'm guessing that it is coming. Um, I'm guessing that it's coming this year because I mean I wouldn't I, I don't think it really takes a, a ton of time for development, um, but the the game is just fantastic and it brings back everything from the you know like Turtles in Time series yeah. of like Turtles in Times was oh, bro Turtles in Time was fantastic. Yep. Um, but I would always choose Michelangelo. See, I'm I'm a Donatello. Are you really? Yep. Beat Matthew, you, Matthew just beat you with a stick. Matthew always chose um, Leonardo yeah, or Donatello could, because he had this false perception that he was a leader, so he had to choose Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I almost spit my drink out. Uh, no, I like Donatello just because it, he has a stick. Yeah, he just beat the shit. Out I mean, he's the stick. smartest turtle. He had a stick. Yeah. Raphael. I would always get Raphael. Like, if I died as Michelangelo yeah. too many times, I would get Raphael because, you know, it's like Raphael's a rager. Um, but Michelangelo, man, he was just the shit, bro. Yeah. He was like, he just wanted to chill, play video games, and eat pizza. That's it, bro. Um, so... But they brought all of it back, you know. They 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 even brought back the aspect of like you know sometimes you'll hit some of the foot ninjas, yeah, and they'll fly at the screen and hit the screen and stuff. And I'm just so ready for this game, bro. I'm so ready for it'll this. Be, game. It'll be fun, man. It'll it, be fun. It's going to be a ton of fun, and I can't wait to play it. So, bolts, you want to get topic number three? What is this? Dying Light 2 development update coming next week follows accusations of a toxic work environment at Techland. Listen, y'all. Okay. 
We don't know. We don't know exactly what the toxic work environment okay. shit is. Now, if it's something that has to do with sexual harassment, I can understand a toxic work environment. I mean, if it has to do with uh, physically abusing your employees, that's a that is a toxic work environment. But if the toxic work environment is just stress levels of completing the game, so no, no, look, just oh. look, look, what? Oh God, what are you doing? I- I'm trying. Hang on. Look at that. Just that one little bit, bro. I, know. I don't even care. I know. Just that um, one little bit. Anyways, sorry. I'm sorry. I just just the title alone. It it, it it irks me because this was from what VG twenty four seven. That's PlayStation Lifestyle. Yeah. Um. It says Techland has a few words to share about Dying Light two next week in a development update on the game on March seventeenth. The studio will share a Dying Light two de- uh, development update with players, giving early access to people in the Dying Light two Discord server. Um, You and me need to go do that tonight. uh, Yes. Uh, So, this comes after a report last month of a toxic and chaotic work environment at Techland, where project leads allegedly lack any kind of unified direction and vision for what they want Dying Light 2 to be in development changes come at the random whims of higher management. Okay. After some staff, uh, staff shakeups back in January, Techland had promised that the news of Dying Light 2 was coming soon. The studio also faced pressure in 2020 when lead writer Chris Avalon met with allegations of sexual misconduct. Okay, that 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 would be a toxic environment. Yes. Listen, it, it oops, yes, no, yeah. I mean, and and of course, this isn't the first time Techland has faced criticism. However, reports arose in May last year about the high turnover of Dying Light 2 being a total. Total mess since its reveal of E3 of 18 and gameplay presentation of, of E3 of 19. Um, multiple elements of the gameplay and story have reportedly been shifted, changed, and adjusted. It's unclear um, to what this upcoming Dying Light 2 development update will have to say. But it seems to have come pretty quickly following these most recent reports of turmoil within the studio. Um, that that complete makes sense because if, if, it, if it's coming out that there's some issues going on within... The company, yeah. Then they've got to shift the 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 they focus. Shift to, the limelight. Yeah, shift the focus to something else. I think I said shit the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> they've got to shift the focus to uh, something else, and gameplay of Dying Light Two will definitely do that. Um, it is one of the most anticipated games of the next gen consoles. Um, ever since we saw it, even at E three, and, yes. and got to watch people play. It's just no question. What, man, you see what's sitting on the desk over here? Yes, that's the it, bro. character. That's it. Dying Light two statue, um, only fifteen hundred made. Uh, Tickling gained acclaim with the development of 2011's Dead Island, which I didn't like. Um, another first person zombie game, so on and so forth. Um, so about this, about the big topic here, about this toxic uh, work environment. Um, listen. Video games is is a way of life in the 21st century. If it's not the most most if it's not the top way of life, you yeah. know. Um of course everybody goes to work. Um everybody comes home and has a family, but if 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 there's anything leisure or anything extra, it mostly has to do it, it'll almost guarantee you deal with video games. These companies are always under stress. They have to perform. They have to do their job because that's their way of life. You know, so toxic work environment, if it's chaotic, that's work. If it's 
that just you know if it's like sexual misconduct or whatever that's a totally different story but if it's just chaotic because you're trying to get shit done and if 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 the people of higher ups want to change something guess what you change it because you're the peons that's just how it is yeah i work i work at ups i could during the holiday season they come out with me with 12 plans in the months of september october and when december first hits we change it all yeah it's just the way things happen. Yeah. So it's not it's never you're never gonna find a perfect situation. You exactly. Know? Even in the in the line of work that I'm in, there's a lot of times that everything's smooth, everything's working great, and then there's something that changes. And it could be the smallest thing. It could be somebody calling in for two to three days in a row. It could be uh, you know, certain products not coming in at the proper time or date. It could be uh, you know, a, a policy change throughout the company that everyone's like, What is what's going on? You know, but that is just work. Um, now, mind you, I understand there's times that, you know, like crunch time and all this other stuff. Me and Bolts have talked about that, how we have a difference of opinions on some aspect. But crunch time can suck if you're basically told whenever you go in, hey, listen, you're just going to work what you're going to work. You know, like we need to get this done. No question. You put put your personal life on hold. It, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're working in the games industry or if you're working in, you know, retail, if you're working in whatever. When anyone is told that, they're like, oh, my fucking God. You know, exactly. I'm not going to have no time to myself. No. And it really sucks. <clears throat> but I think what Bolts is stating is, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're stating that like sexual misconduct and whatever else, totally understandable. You know, but, you know, the the the, the aspect of, you know, ta- like chaotic work environments, it, it, it is always going to be stressful. Exactly. And especially whenever... There's changes going to be made to this game up until it's, it's basically up until it's released because even whenever they print the game on the disc or when it's ready for download, they're making changes to the game as they as they're doing that. It's like we're about to go go wait a second. You know, as soon as you as soon as you download it, you're gonna have an update because they're gonna see something that they possibly couldn't see the time before. So it's always going to be changes. It's always going to be, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. Unfortunately, before they can do all of that, they've got to put the game out. They've got to put the game out. Sorry to say, but they're going to put it at the end of this year. So whatever time crunch, whatever chaotic crunch, whatever mass confusion they have, that's your business. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. So uh, I think we we are sympathetic to the perspective of any type of stressful work work environments, we work, we totally understand. Can work at UPS yeah. during the holiday season, and <laughs> <laughs> we totally understand. Yeah, for it's real. still it just cuts down to like you know the basics of. <clears throat> it, it doesn't matter where you're at. There's always going to be those type of situations, but. We are excited for this news. Uh, We're very, down. very, very excited. And we know say- that there are devs there that have been pouring their life and soul into Dying Light to get it out. I know for a fact that there some of the devs that we talked to while we were at E3, um, the passion and just the excitement that they had about the game at that point in time was just phenomenal. You know, you can't help but get excited when you're talking to one of the lead devs about the game and they're just like, oh, you can't just wait. Yeah. Wait until the shit comes out because you're gonna fucking love it, you know. Um, so I'm very excited. March 17th, we're supposed to be getting a, an update for the game. Um, hopefully, it's going to be a development update that is possibly going to say some pretty good stuff and maybe show off some gameplay. I, I would be very surprised if they announce a release date. You know what I'm saying? But still, you never know. 
Yeah, I think they're going to give us a little a little bite of the of that chocolate chip cookie, and then the summertime, either whether it's for Sony or whether it's for Microsoft, whatever the next, whichever one they want to go to, they'll re- they'll 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 release a big gameplay footage and then and then go from there. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, next topic at hand: Sony Santa Monica is hiring a new lead writer for a new unannounced title. Posted on Twitter by Sony Santa Monica, it says, "Hot new job." Lead writer says, we're looking for a master of storytelling to join our team for a new unannounced title as the lead writer apply here. So says on here uh, that the job titling actually states the job is a posting simply says they're seeking a lead writer for the development of a new unannounced title. It, uh, it asks applicants to join the studio as they embark on a new journey to create a new jo- uh, genre-defying game. Additionally, it, the listing says they want a writer who can marry a narrative and gameplay and will craft a powerful storyline, strong character arcs, and compelling dialogue while building and developing, uh, developing the writing team on the game. So this is exciting. Um, it seems like they, they, they're planning on bringing out a game that, uh, maybe a game that they haven't tried before, um, a, a new style of game. Um, and, uh, I'm excited. I'm super, super excited. What? It's like Kratos. Listen, no, listen, you're sick. Strategies. You're like a new style game. Instead of circle, you press square. Shut up. <laughs> I saw what you shared on, tw- hey, on hey, Facebook. Hey, 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 I didn't create that. Someone else did. You shared this, this. <laughs> Meme, and it was like God, uh, God of War players on PlayStation, and it was a PlayStation controller that just had a circle button on it. <laughs> you know that's <laughs> funny, bro. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, speaking of new games coming, Naughty Dog is seemingly working on a new multiplayer game for PS5. It says Naughty Dog looking to be uh, is looking to be getting into the multiplayer live service sphere. It says Naughty Dog Studios, mostly known for their award-winning single-player and story-based games, is apparently working on a multiplayer project so big, in fact, that the developer wants to do in-game eco- an in-game economy right. Uh, at least that's what they are saying over uh, at this job ad spotted by GameSpot. Uh, it says the job opening is specifically for a multiplayer econ- uh, economy designer who is going to be responsible for creating meaningful reward system for players to uh, and ensure the game remains engaging for a long period of time. Uh, it says Naughty Dog is making specific mentions of avenues for self-expression, which typically refer to customizations, uh, uh, customization, and cosmetic items. The ad also confirms that the chosen candidate will be working with the game's live ops team, which could be hinting to a very big project for Naughty Dog. So, looks like PlayStation Five u- users have a lot to look forward to. Two of the biggest PlayStation exclusive. Um, Exclusive studios are working on seemingly very new projects for both of the studios. <laughs> it's funny. It's like it's like tomorrow around three p.m. We read te- <laughs> rumors leaked. Microsoft is on on way to purchase Naughty Dog. Right. <laughs> it's like Microsoft buys PlayStation and makes PlayStation Xbox. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Man, this is awesome. Um, Naughty Dog makes good shit, man. They, they do. really do. They do. Uh, whatever they touch, pretty much turns to gold, and it remains that way. So, uh, I'm super happy for your for your for your Sony fans to get something new. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be good. You know, I mean, I know you think it's going to be good. Well, yeah, it's Naughty Dog. I mean, they really can't do much wrong. Can't go wrong with a Naughty Dog. Um, So speaking of new things and games. Hey, guess what happened? Xbox purchased Bethesda. (laughs) <laughs> we're not talking about that just yet. I know. Um, we, we're going to have a big little talking session. Um, big little. I don't know what that oh, means. Dude, Fortnite Chapter 2 oh. Season 6 kicks off with the game's first single-player story portion. It says, in a post on the website, Epic uh, Games Studio has said that Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 6 kicks off March 16th with the first ever single-player narrative segment with Epic's Battle Royale hit hit to date. When you first launch into the new season, you'll play through the uh, conclusion of Agent Jones' mission in the Zero Crisis finale. The aftermath of this event is sure to shape reality as we know it. Don't worry, the Zero Crisis finale is a solo experience and you can play through it whenever you want um, when you first log in during the season. Want to watch it first online? We'll share details very soon on how you can do that. Um, and it says uh, global premiere with everyone, uh, be- beginning with our most ambitious story cinematic yet. The fate of reality is at stake. There are a few tips before the end of the season five, and we'll see you on the other side. So March 16th. We're going to have a lot going on this coming up week, man. March 16th, you got season two starting for Fortnite. March 17th, we got Dying Light. Um, March 18th, we got Justice League coming out for uh, HBO Max. Justice League Snyder Cut. Guess what comes out, out the end of this month? Say it. Say it. Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh. I'm so ready. What is it, 28th? I think I so. Think. It's either the 28th or the 31st. One so yeah, of those somewhere around I'm pr- I think it's the 28th, but I am so ready. So ready. You're like, I'm going to see it in theaters. I am. Oh, you stupid. Why wouldn't I? Why not just come over here watching with me in my house for free, bro? Because I don't want to experience it on a small TV. It's a, it's a 65-inch 4K. Okay, four stories. Oh, my God, bro. You and me can literally sit there right in front. We'll hold hands and eat popcorn. I will no. go buy you popcorn. Not happening. I'll even buy you a hot dog Not from the movie theater. happening. No, I'm good. I'll just watch it at the house. You sit at the house. Bro, I pay for HBO Max. Why would I go watch it at the theater? Okay. That's the same thing. I'm telling you, bro. Mortal Kombat in April. Oh, I'm so ready. And y'all, they showed off Cabal. on Y'all, the, y'all on sit the, at the house and enjoy I'm, your time alone. Oh, what are you doing? My ankle. <laughs> I dropped my chair too far and it smashed my ankle. Um. Anyway, so I'm excited for this, bro. I was, I'm not going to lie, bro. Season 5 of Fortnite really... Really, really got me hooked, bro. They introduced all this Star Wars shit. They introduced um, a lot of cosmetic skins. Awesome. They brought. Uh, they brought. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, they brought in a ton of stuff, um, and they even brought back the Marvel series. And bro, you you appreciate Venom like I do. They have this uh, Venom skin that came out. Earlier this year, uh, earlier in season two or in uh, season five, but they re-released it on the store the other day, and it had like two different uh, um, variants to it. Like mm-hmm. one to where it was just like regular Venom, and then the next one was like the super like, hulked up. Yeah, he's yeah. like super crazy ass Venom symbols yeah. and shit on him. But I got the other day. I think I got Ant Man, the Ant Man skin. I got Ghost Rider. I got Blade. Um, but. 
I really like what they've been offering with Fortnite, bro. I mean, the season pass had some really cool stuff in it with the Mandalorian, with Predator. Um, you know, there's, they released that pack with the, the xenomorphs and, um, um, uh, the alien themes and shit. And I'm just excited, man. I, I'm excited to see what this first person experience, um, is, is going to be about. Uh, but, and I know you just hate Fortnite. It's whatever. Yes, I do. It's okay. You got to understand why it's a good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you. I mean, you can play as Star Wars characters or you can play Battlefront. I wish I would have got in there when they had, um, all the other Star Wars shit available, but I just wasn't into it then. Um, and shut up about Battlefront. No, I wasn't saying anything bad about it. No, I know. I was just saying if like, you could just go play an actual Star Wars game. Yeah. I know what the fuck you were okay. saying. All right, sure. Bolts, you got the lead on this, big dog. Well, well, well. What have we here? Mr. Santa Claus, huh? Ooh, Ooh I'm, I'm really scared. scared. Anyways, back. I love that freaking song so much. Boogie boogie. Uh, Xbox boss says Microsoft's Bethesda deal was all about exclusive games for Game Pass. Of course, of course it was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay, are we done with the podcast? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, um, yeah, we know this, Phil Spencer. Um, there would be no, almost no reason for you to spend seven and a half billion dollars on a gaming company unless you were only going to have exclusives brought to Game Pass and to Mark and, and to your Xbox. So, yeah, one hundred percent, duh. Um, which, you know, like I said, we, we, we've been talking to this about s- several months now since we first heard about the whole purchase and so on and so forth. Um, you know, they've, they, they released the first, first roundabout games for, uh, for Bethesda, uh, for the Bethesda company to the Xbox Game Pass. Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 6, 4, Doom 3, all, you know, um, Elder Scrolls ES, e, uh, EOS, uh, Skyrim is on there, the, uh, the legendary edition. It's got all the DLC. Uh, Twenty games. Uh, New Blood, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein New Order, um, the Wolfenstein uh, d- like Double Trouble. What the hell one that, that one is with the two? Is it the two daughters or twins or whatever? Um, so I mean, yeah, uh, it it would be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Double Trouble. I know, right? Um, it would actually be absolutely be ridiculous if I mean. I mean, come on, Bethesda on Game Pass. This is this is why you spend a seven and a half billion dollars because you take the gold that is Bethesda and you put it games for free, basically yeah. on Game Pass. So, um, a huge, huge, huge purchase for Microsoft, and um, after after many years on the the debacle that was the exclusive rights to. Uh, two games for the Xbox One generation. Um, looks like the next generation is uh, stepping in the right direction, sir. Yeah, because he also said too on this roundtable that they had. Um, he states uh, we have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to support, or we're go- we're going to go support those games on the other platforms they're on. There's communities of players, and we love those community of players, and we'll continue to invite them in. So. 
With that statement, it wraps around to what his previous statement had said, that there will be some games, there will be some Bethesda games that will be on other consoles. But the majority of games will be exclusive to the Xbox uh, uh, brand, which makes sense. We've talked about this a million times. So it's official that the, that everyone should just get it in their mind. Um, and it's going to be hard for me. It is. I've said this multiple times on the podcast. But I am, I'm getting an Xbox to play Bethesda games. Absolutely. No question. Um, I want to enjoy Bethesda titles. I have a very fantastic relationship with Bethesda. All the years I've gone to QuakeCon, all the people that I've met, they've always been amazing, wonderful, stupendous people. Um, but this this is the reality of this. It's about business, man. And if you thought, if you thought for one second that, or if you think for one second that Microsoft w- wouldn't Say a game like Elder Scrolls Six would be exclusive on the Xbox, or you know, Starfield is going to be exclusive, or Doom is going to be exclusive, or Wolfenstein, or, or new IPs, whatever. It's already pro- proving in form. Say what you will about the, the about the the game, because I'm sure there's some people that may not be interested in it. But Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, just the entirety of Indiana Jones is one of my like. It's my childhood, bro. Absolutely. Watching the Indiana Jones movies, it's just the same exact thing like watching Back to the Future, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all this other shit. I've got to play that game. I've got to play that game. Bethesda is making an Indiana Jones game. I've got to play it. So I got to get an Xbox. It's going to be exclusive on that console. Um, you know, other titles. You you even think about the just the 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 uh, you, you think about just the logistics of it, or think about just think about it in a smart way. Spend five hundred dollars. Go get you an Xbox for the for the rest of eternity. Anytime there is a f- like first party, but that's the title you get it for free if you have Xbox Game Pass. No question that you do, sir. That so you do. why not just? Just get it. You know, just just for instance, and and the uh, the company Obsidian, when they made the Outer Worlds, it was it, it came to game it, it came to Game Pass for free. Yeah, and there's many other games that are going to be coming, and it will. I'm telling you guys, just strap in and get ready, because this is not going to be the last acquisition that Microsoft does. And there's a it would not surprise me if the next acquisition they do have a studio is going to be a big ass fucking studio. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me now at this point that if they announce eventually that Metal Gear Solid is going to be exclusive on Xbox. I'm telling I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. These motherfuckers have got so much money and shit, they could buy up everybody. And that's exactly what they're They really could. So they're not even doing it. That's the thing. They're not doing it out of spite. They're doing it to, to, to for for the customers. Yeah, bro. They're doing it for their customer bases. They're doing it for... They're doing it for... They're doing it for the claim of, look at all these fucking exclusives we have now. You know, say what you will. You know, of course, I always have that little PlayStation, stupid-ass PlayStation part of my brain. Yeah. In my, uh, like, that is constantly like, yeah, but, I mean, come on. You know, 
I love my PlayStation 5. I love the adaptive triggers. I love the haptic feedback. I love the exclusives. I just love playing my PlayStation 5. I love just sitting there playing and sometimes looking at my console and being like, God damn, that thing is fucking sexy. Like, I love my PS5. Do I, do I feel that I, I will love my Xbox as, uh, the same amount? Probably not. But how can I not love it if I have something like Game Pass? Yep. You know what I'm saying? If I have Game Pass that I pay once a year, once a year, and get all these fucking games for free that I even talked about on the last episode that I can download on my console and enjoy without internet, I think. No, no, you have to have internet for Game Pass. Whatever. Same difference. I don't give a fuck. Even if I wanted to get it physically, if I have Xbox... 360 games. If I got old Xbox games, I have games that I bought on Xbox on the Xbox store that I know I can go get an Xbox, sign in, download those games directly. No questions asked. You know what I'm saying? So why not get an Xbox Series X? It would be stupid not to. That's for damn sure. You you look at the you look at the catalog. I'm sorry, I'm talking inside of my mic. You look at the catalog of of companies that they purchased with this Zenimax deal. Yes, we get Deathloop. Cool. It's a year exclusive contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghostwire is going to be the same exact way. Ghostwire is going to be a year exclusive contract on PlayStation. I'm going to play them on PlayStation. I'm going to love them. I'm sure I'm going to like them. I'm sure they're going to be fantastic. But in a year, I get it for free. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> After, well, you know, uh, you know me. Yeah. I'll get them. But either way, after the whole thing is said and done, you know, Tango Gameworks, Ed Software, Machine Games, Zenimax Studios, Bethesda Studios, Arcane Studios, all these cattle, I mean, this fucking massive gold mine is all owned by Xbox. That, that, that's what's crazy. You don't just look at Bethesda. Okay, because, you know, like, just look at id software. I mean, id fucking software, id software, the fathers of the first person shooting genre, Doom, Wolfenstein. That's it. That right there forces me into getting it. Then you think of Bethesda games, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Starfield. You think about Tango Gameworks, The Evil Within, great fucking. Oh yeah, that, that's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass yeah. now. Um, you, you you think about the just the new shit. Think, look at Arcane Studios, what they're doing with Deathloop, how they're adding in all this shit from Dishonored. You know, look back at Tango Gameworks with everything they're doing with with fucking Ghostwire Tokyo. You know. You play it on PlayStation, and if you enjoy it, you 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 better go buy a fucking Xbox. Why? I mean, and, and still, it still bothers me because I see people. It's almost like people are living in an alternate reality. Like they're waiting for PlayStation to come out and be like, "We're buying Bethesda from the Xbox." You know what I'm saying? Or some shit it's like they cost you about sixteen billion dollars. <laughs> they expect bro. they expect like PlayStation to come out and be like, please, like you know, or Xbox come out and be like, you know, we love you guys. We're gonna, we're gonna put games on there. Why would they do that? Why would they? Why would they? 
I can't tell you. I mean, since they initially talked about this, I can't tell you how many times we've had this talk on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's set in stone now, motherfuckers. It is set in stone. Signed. If Phil you don't have a fucking. <laughs> right. Signed Phil yeah. Spencer on the dotted yeah, line. Yeah. If you don't have a PC, <laughs> you better go buy a fucking Xbox. That's it. Because I'm telling you, you gonna fucking you are going to miss out on some big-ass fucking games. That's for damn sure, man. Get excited for Indiana Jones, you fucking pieces of shit. Because it's going to be great. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, yeah, man, it's set in stone. 20 games are available on Xbox Game Pass right now that you can go buy and or buy the fucking Game Pass and play the shit out of all these fucking games. Yep. Right now. So, anyways, guys, episode 321, I think. Yes. In the books. Three, two, one. Um, I got to say, too, bro, I've been listening to the Trailer Park Boys podcast, <laughs> Park After Dark. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the funniest podcasts I've ever listened to in my life. I mean, ever listened to in my life. The other day, Ricky was on there. If you haven't ever watched Trailer Park Boys, you got to watch it. But this is, I've been listening literally since the first episode on. So I think right now, I think I'm in like 2017, um, the 2017 episodes. But the other day I was listening to it and Ricky always fucks up on shit like quotes and stuff. And he was like, you know, people can say what they want to, but I mean, it's kind of like what, what to say, you know, I mean, what came first, the chicken or its legs? And, <laughs> and Bubble was like, what did you say, Ricky? And he was like. Just saying. I mean, honestly, what came first? Was it the chicken or its legs? And the they had a guest guest on there, some rocker from Canada, and he was like, "I think you said that wrong, Ricky." And Julian was like, "Yeah, so what? You think that like when baby chickens and stuff are born, like the legs come first? And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't, who knows? You know, the legs just eventually grow into a full body or something." And Bubbles was like, "It's what came first, the chicken or the egg?" He's like, "Well, that's fucking stupid. Like, you know, how would the egg even get there?" Like, bro, the chicken or its legs. But if you get a chance to listen to that podcast, it's a, it's the craziest shit ever. But um, I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check us out at for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Please head on over to the uh, YouTube channel as well. i got some new content available for you guys, and hopefully in the coming months, if things go the way they should be going, I'll even be getting more content up for you guys. Um, so I'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace.